Welcome to the Maximus Podcast Live with your host, Byron Dupree, who's in some kind of windstorm right now. If you can hear that in the background. I'm outside, man. I'm outside, hanging out. Nature. is in nature. We have Joe Sabula. All right, you guys. I I, want to start off today because there's been a lot of stuff going around the news. And and I'm a listen. I I, I got to cut you off right there. I don't know what's going on. All I know is we did a podcast, and the next thing you know, the whole world is in turmoil. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get, I get it. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame Byron for this. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I'm I'm not gonna even doing that with y'all today, man. <laughs> let's just do. Let's just do the damn podcast. So Byron, we can enjoy you- ourselves. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Did you see the title of my podcast today? I felt it was no, much more nice. Oh, yeah, to you. you want you want to be nice today, huh? Yeah. I, I chuckled when I saw it. You chuckled. I wanted to say I'm not coming in today. I want to call in sick. Let's, right, let's, we're, we're setting a standard. Like you'd have to be on like, on, like <laughs> even on death's door, we're still doing the podcast, Byron. There's no way out of this. Okay. Hey. <laughs> no sick do, days. I do have a question for you guys that I need you to answer for me. Uh, I'm a lonely, I'm a lonely Canadian that lives in the United States. Uh, I'm from a, I'm from a socialist republic where we're not protected uh, by things like freedom of speech. Does does the freedom of speech door only swing one way? You guys, can you explain this to me as an American citizen? Uh, I feel like I feel like a lot of people. Um, and, and I want to say like, like, like right-minded people. I don't know if that's the right term in, in politics. <laughs> it, they're all for freedom of speech until you say something they don't like. And then, and then you got, you got to be quiet. So, so can, let, 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 let's just look at the history of this. The reason why it was included wasn't because they wanted people to be able to say whatever they wanted to say at the time when they wrote the constitution, if they would have spoken out against the King of England, it was treason. And like, you could be arrested, thrown in jail, even executed just for saying something against the King. Like, I don't think he's a good King. You're done. And so they included in the constitution, this right to speech that you can say what you want to say. If you want to criticize the government, you can criticize the government. That's all fair game. I don't think they meant that it was going to be okay to yell fire in a crowded movie theater. Yes, that's very true. Go ahead, Rob. Here's 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 what I'm getting at. So there's these uh, there's these clowns in New Jersey, James and Jim DeFranco, that decided to paint their pickup truck in Trump colors and flags, and reenact George Floyd's killing while yelling at protesters. Well, turns out one of them works for FedEx. One of them works for Corrections. And uh, this came out on the internet. So FedEx fired him. Corrections fired the other guy. Hey, and now and you know what, hurt. Bobby? Thanks to the First Amendment, they were able to say what they wanted to say, and they are not in prison. So yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's the end of their protection for First Amendment but I, speech. But I I posted this on my Instagram, and now people are coming at me saying it's unfair they got fired, and it's against their First Amendment rights. And I I I was under the impression that. You you had the freedom to speak your mind, but FedEx also had the freedom to speak their mind or exercise their right to freedom by firing you if they don't like what comes out of your mouth. So I'm I'm curious: does this door only swing one way, or is this like a like a two way thing? I'm very confused. No, the the door itself actually swings both ways. <laughs> but what they <laughs> fail to 
what they fail to realize, there are consequences that can come from it, right? So you can say whatever you want. That does not mean that as a private business that I can't protect myself, right? So if, if you represent me or you do anything that can make my business look bad, I have the right to say you can no longer work here. So these people think, listen, you can say whatever it is you like. Mm-hmm. And like Joe said, you just won't go to jail. But it does not mean that you can come here. Hey, listen, I promise you those, those sirens, they're not coming after you. <laughs> they, they heard you saying something about <laughs> yeah, First hey. Amendment. They shut it down. <laughs> shut it down, man. They're not coming after you. All right. That's, uh, yeah. Hey, Byron, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you right now to put your hands on your head. And I need you to stand up and start yelling that you're not resisting. <laughs> on my head. I'm going to put them up away from my body, not even up to my head. Fingers open, everything. Matter of fact, I'm about to get butt naked. <laughs> that won't raise any red flags at all. Listen, I have no weapons. <laughs> So I, I want to spend the bulk of today's podcast and, and I'm sure I can rope Joe into this because um, he's personally attached. Greg Glassman said some pretty foul shit on the Twitter and in a business meeting with CrossFit affiliates. Uh, he made a very insensitive joke about George Floyd. Uh, he also said multiple times in a business meeting that he does not mourn the loss of George Floyd um, and was very flippant. And, and I think defiant Joe would be the fair word Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, you know, standing up for, for, for black employees and, and, and the cause that we, you know, we're dealing with as a society right now, as a result, CrossFit lost sponsorships from Reebok, Concept2, Noble, Nike, Rogue Fitness. Uh, I, I, I want to say they've lost over 5,000 affiliates. I mean, basically this tweet cost them $200 million. Yeah. I, I want to know what's your take on this, Joe. Well, again, he, he, he can say what he wants to say, but he's not free of the consequences of, of his actions, you know, and, and like I even even as a former affiliate owner, like it's always my choice as to whether I stay affiliated or not. And, and it's an economic choice. You know, the amount of money that you're paying is getting you a certain thing from CrossFit Inc. And, and normally it's, it's the, the, the use of the name, right? Like CrossFit, especially early on, having having a name like like I owned CrossFit Twin Cities, man, you show up in search engines. People are Googling CrossFit Twin Cities. Of course, you're going to pop up first. So it makes a lot of sense to have that, right? And have that support and to be part of the wider community, which is great, which is fine, which is, which is why most people affiliate is to just be part of that community. But when the leader of that community switches directions, it changes that whole relationship. Like, do I really want to be affiliated with a company whose CEO says X, Y, or Z? Well, if it's a bad thing and you don't want to be a part of it, or if you're trying to take a stance, I mean, I have a right to, to cancel it on my end as well. And so I think I, I, I'm proud of the CrossFit community for, for standing up and saying they weren't going to take that. Um, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because it's a lot of, uh, of my own personal history in the, in the fitness industry. Uh, but yeah, again, you can say what you want to say, but when you're the leader of a whole organization like that, you got to really weigh, what are the potential consequences before you state something in a public and permanent fashion? And I don't think he, I don't think he did the math or, or he misread the situation entirely, which is maybe he's not the leader we thought. Again, the, the, the freedom of speech door swings both ways. Mm Mm-hmm. 
what is what I'm getting out here. Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm having a real hard time with the internet lately. I'm not going to lie. I've been with lots of fights with people online. I'm having a real hard time with, I mean, I had someone light me up the other day because they didn't like my Instagram content. They said it was too much about me. <laughs> that just cracks me up. What the hell? Of course. What else am I going to do? <laughs> Have you not been following? <laughs> yeah. But, but it was implied that because people don't like my message, I need to shut my mouth. And, and I'm very confused what people don't understand about freedom of speech. Yeah. I, 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 schools man this has to do with our education people don't go to school and, and actually get an education they go to school they study to pass a test and then the school gets its funding and they move on you know understanding the intricacies of of the constitution of the united states is not something that's given high priority in in our our system exercise exercise your right to unfollow how about that amen right use your use your first amendment to click that unfollow button if that's unfollow what you button or just yeah, don't go to my pocket. On that note, you got your first hater last week. Hey, you. listen to me. I got my first troll. Welcome. Mama, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, I made it. You know what I mean? But hey, um, and all I could tell him was just, you know what, bless your heart. And that's that's the that's the closest comment that I could come to to, to, to saying fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people, some people don't get it. And I'm, I'm, what I've learned through this entire, these last few weeks is some people really want to be sincere and try to have a better understanding of, of the anger, the frustrations. And some people just want to um, engage with you to debate. I'm not here to debate anybody. I'm really not. Cause, cause what you want me to do is, is, is you want me to hear your point, but you really don't want to hear mine, mm. nor do you really want to uh, understand. So help me understand you. And we can have a lot of specific situation so i'll give you an example i have a gentleman who's uh whose parents um were here from mexico he's a first generation mexican and you know his thing was he experienced some um some institutional racism when it came to applying for loans he had a higher interest rate and he was like yo like there's a class action lawsuit against my bank and he was like you know i really didn't think about that um and he said, I really couldn't understand what the complaints of blacks because my father being um, over here, he said illegally. And I was like, no, I mean, you know, Texas was part of Mexico, but I digress on that. Um, he made it. You know, he, he, he became something. I was like, you know, I had to give him a, like a little history lesson on the significance of our being here versus his father being here how like there were so many things put into the system uh, from, you know, the enslavement of, of, of Africans through things like Jim Crow and the civil rights and even um, what's happening now. Um, that um, it's just different, right? So our, and, and I don't want to go into all of that right now because then it'll, it'll make this a little heavier than I really want to be today. Um, but it's just different. And, um, Anybody who wants to know, y'all can y'all can DM me. We can have this conversation. But um, so his his father's situation was different than ours. Um, so you have to you have to move on. I don't have a problem engaging people in the conversation, but a lot of these people, man, they really don't want that. And so those who don't want it, you know what? I'll let you stay over there in your little bubble, in your little world, with your MAGA hats or whatever it is you like to wear. Um, but people who want to engage and have a, a a real conversation, we can do it. 
All right, B, I, I need to ask you guys. Actually, I need your personal advice because the internet has. Uh, I'm I'm taking punches from everybody, and I'm also swinging back. What What is the most effective way to deal with haters? Option one is ignore them. I tried that. Option two is to give out my gym address, tell them they can get it too, and invite them to the Maximus gym to fight me. Option three, which I did today, I contacted the person's employer and notified them about their very poor behavior and the person is getting fired. What is, what's the appropriate course of action here, you guys? It's, it's gotta be case dependent. You know what I mean? Cause like Byron said, sometimes people come in and, and maybe they don't even know where they're coming from, honestly. And they start, they start throwing debate around there and you, and you can engage them and be like, do you really mean for me to take it that way? It can change the course of the conversation. If they're like legit, just being dicks, or if it's, if it's something where they're, I mean, they're completely off the rails. That's why there's like the block button. That's why there's a, just delete. Did I, did I take it too far by contacting this person's employer? Uh, I don't know. I don't know all the details you know, of the situation, but some people here's, got things coming. I'll give them that. He did. He did. In say, he did. I, he I, did I, Byron, before you answer, he came on my page unsolicited and told me I had a micro penis. Yeah, but listen, that's that's that that's that's really him. Like I wouldn't, I'd have been like, you know what? Okay, haha, very funny. That's your mama, something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, contacting his employer, it's not like he really did something. In my in my opinion, that um would have hurt. Um, your brand really hurt, you know, a movement or anything like that. So you got to kind of let people like that make it. Like, he didn't say anything um, that was too far out of line. I'm not saying that you got a micro because I ain't never seen it. I ain't I trying to. How you're talking to me right now. <laughs> you know what, I'm <laughs> what, I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that was just, that was just, right being, now, that was just a big being a jerk, you know what I mean? Like, let him be a jerk. But if he just said something that was just like absolutely racist and out of control, and you know that um, he had to be dealt with in a different type of way, then yeah. But in this case, maybe you do have a little bitty penis. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. You I don't want to be part of this conversation anymore. Like, yeah, but heard of a man. Not like where out. this is going. Well, I don't know, Byron, but uh, I mean, think about it though. It's it's kind of that if if you see something, say something, right? Like if you see somebody's behavior getting out of line, you're better off like like trying to do some sort of correction on it, but rather than letting it slide, because sometimes letting it slide is like it's okay Here, for you to behave that way. Here's my whole thing. You think it's safe to hide behind a keyboard? behind a private profile and come at me, come at, I mean, you guys want to want to see where people need to get punished. Go look at a bunch of the comments that Kim Kardashian gets left on her page or Kylie Jenner. People are just rude and mean and hurtful and they think they're safe behind their little keyboard. And I'm, I'm going to say, I think there should be some real consequences for these people. If you want to go on LeBron James's page and you want to make fun of his kid, you want to actually, one of my good friends, Darren Williams, who trained at the gym, basketball player, he had to get offline for a while because people were making fun of his autistic son in the comment. You, now, people feel way too safe to do this shit behind a keyboard. So you know what? Now that's, 
let the, let these people have it. If you want to go on LeBron's page and tell him he sucks and call him names, good. He can contact your employers and get rid of this guy. No, but see, here's the thing: when you when you make fun of someone's autistic son, uh, that that that's crossing a line. If someone say, "Hey, you know, um, you know, you got a little dick and your breath stinks," like, okay, what what the hell? So what if what if somebody what if somebody comes on Kim Kardashian's page and calls her calls her a whore or or a slut or some other word? They should they should they can just do that because they're behind a computer and say, "No, I think let these people have it." They should get they, they strike back. I'm not I'm not saying that 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 she can't come back at him, but calling, calling me a whore uh, or something like that that's worth me you know shooting back at you and then blocking. Now if they just said, "Hey," You're married to a nigga, and he's crazy with all this kind of stuff, and black lives don't matter, and something like that. You know what? Hell yeah, I'm contacting your employee because that tells me the type of, uh, you know, person you are, what type of you, what you believe in. If you really don't, you're like a legitimate racist in that point. Yeah, you don't all right. Racist. You don't want racists working. For you know what I'm saying? So to me, that's different. But do you um, want the kind of person working for you that's just going to come online and call some girl a very mean name? Uh, I, I don't hey, work with those kind of people. Let me, let me put it, let me put it to you in a different way. You, you got a kid at your gym. His name's Matt. How old's Matt? Matt, Matt just turned 24. Okay. And he goes on LeBron's profile and calls him a fuck face. He goes on Kim Kardashian's profile and calls her a whore. Uh, he goes on another person's profile and, and then just, just general name calling. Okay. And on his profile, he has employed by Misfit Jim. You're just going to let that slide? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay, no. But, but wait, but wait, but wait. If he, if he has that on his page, he's, then, then, I'm, then, I, then I have every right now. Yeah. He's, he's, he's with me. But I don't know, do these people have who they work for broadcasted on their page? You know, so what if... if so, what if you just get a random email and you, you, this is, this will probably be the greatest day of your life. You open, <laughs> you open up, you open up your DMS and there's a DM from Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And they say, Hey, Mr. Godfrey, we see you're in Houston. There's a guy, we found out he works for you. His name's Matt. He's been coming on our page and saying really disparaging things about us. We just we just wanted you to know you, you're okay. gonna you're okay with that? No, I'm not okay. I'm not saying I'm okay with it. Will All I right. reprimand Matt? Oh, absolutely. And not All in right. addition to that, I'm gonna tell him to apologize and make him publicly apology. Now, if he'd have been like if Matt would came on and said, "Hey, look, you you monkey looking niggas, uh, I don't <laughs> like doing you play basketball." And now that yo Matt, after I fire you, I'm gonna take you outside and beat the brakes off of you. <laughs> because now you're telling me what you think about me, mm. right? Um, because that, like now you're showing me racist tendencies, and I don't, I don't work with racists. I don't deal with people who are racist. Well, but I think That's the employ, the employment thing makes it a little bit more complicated too. Because like, if I want to use, like, if if I if I said, hey, I work for Misfit, like, I'm I'm using your company to help build my brand, and then I'm turning around and tarnishing your company. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. not mine to decide what the official line is. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like if you're going to, if you're going to associate yourself with a particular brand online, like you have to play by that brand's rules. 
That's well, and that goes right back to the CrossFit thing, right? When CrossFit stood for open community, everybody can do this, everything's great, then everybody's in. And yeah, I, I support that. But when mildly or overtly racist tones start coming down from the CEO, like you have to reevaluate what that means. Like, I don't necessarily want to be affiliated with that right now. Right. You know, and so that again, it changes that equation. So if if some guy's gonna go on on Kim Kardashian's page, call her all kinds of names, and then he has there, oh by the way, I'm like employed by this great company and I'm really happy to be part of that. Like, well, your behavior online is reflecting that and your employer has every right to do what they do. Absolutely. If you got some secret private account and you're hiding behind anonymity, well, it's because you know that what you're saying isn't right and you got what's coming to you. Yeah. So, because I mean, honestly, like you, why? And, and I hate to say, like the you know the the guilty got not or the uh, the innocent got nothing to hide, but like if you're if you're behaving in a very such a negative way that you know you need anonymity to be able to get away with it, maybe you need to rethink your life. Yeah, just saying, Byron. It's 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 rough. Now, on that note, Byron, I do have a racial question for you. Okay. Okay. So, racists in general, what is their fascination with Marvel Universe? Hold on, you broke up there, brother. With what? So, racists, racist people. What is okay. their fascination with the Marvel Universe? Marvel Universe? Yeah, so I'll tell you what. This week I've been called multiple times the agent of Soros. And I understand that Soros, he's the big purple guy in the Avengers with the gauntlet and gems. And I get it. Okay, I'm a bad guy. And so the agent black Panther. Yeah, and, and I've been called a Black Panther numerous times. This week. I'm telling you, listen, I, I don't think that they called you the Black Panther as in the Black Panther from Marvel. I think they were trying to call you uh, the white uh, Huey P. New, the way you were going at people. Okay, so, all right, I just, I was confused why people kept calling me of Soros, like I'm some kind of goon in the Avengers movie, and they're calling me the Black Panther. Hey, man, I think you were more pro-black this week uh, than I was. I'm pretty pretty damn pro-black, bro, I'm just going to tell you that straight up. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I'm wearing all black right now. That's how pro-black I am. All right, Uh, So so can you guys explain to me, besides the fact that he has the infinity gauntlet and the gems, what does Soros have to do with anything? Hey, I'm going to let Joe answer this stuff. I don't watch that stuff. (laughs) You're thinking of Thanos. Uh, George Soros is like this multimillionaire investor dude that everybody likes to pretend is funding the whole Antifa movement. Okay. What's an Antifa? The, uh, the, the anti-fascist who apparently are trying to destroy the Republican Party. I, I don't know all the details. All I know is they, they, they need an a invisible enemy that they can blame for everything. And so that's, that's what they came up with. Didn't, didn't, didn't Byron's president say that that, that, that old guy in Buffalo? <laughs> hey, hey. hey, what the hell are you talking about? I, my president. You're, you're wearing that red hat right now. <laughs> what does it say on the front of that? <laughs> let, me, let me turn that around. So you can see that shit. <laughs> you see what that is. You see that damn shit in MAGA. I can promise you that. Byron, what's what's your nationality in? What country is your is your passport registered in? 
Let me tell you what you're not, not going to do today. Okay? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. But yes, Bobby, to, to, to answer your question on Byron's behalf, yes, the president of the United States of America has claimed in a, in a public and permanent forum that the 75-year-old man that got knocked over by the police and cracked his skull open was using his cell phone to scan their equipment so that he could block their transmissions on behalf of the Antifa movement. Is there any, is there any factual d- 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 background for this? I, I actually, I read an article on this yesterday because they were saying like, are there apps that can scan, you know, police equipment? Like you can get a scanner that listens to like, you know, the, the, the publicly available radio broadcasts. You don't need an app for that. You just need a radio. Uh, but other than that, no, <laughs> none of that technology exists or, or ever has. Like what, I, I don't understand why, I, I don't know. It's beyond me. I, frankly, the dude is off his rocker anymore. He's hiding, he's hiding in his bunker, sucking his thumb right now. I'm not pleased with him, so. Byron and your president, he, he tweeted at Drew Brees and Drew Brees clapped back and said, keep your name, keep my name out of your mouth. Oh, now Drew Brees wants to say stuff like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Byron, did you not see his video with his sorry eyes? Look in my eyes, Byron. You'll see how sorry I am. My oh, eyes, my yeah. eyes are sorry. Yeah. No, you just didn't go to sleep last night because you had them, them folks in New Orleans outside your house with pitchforks. and. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, listen. It's one place you don't like to mess with people, and that's, that's them, them fools in New Orleans. They beat them, put roots on you, and all kinds of black magic. Yeah, yeah, but for he, real. What, is, what does he have to do? Because I've turned different, I've heard different takes of this. He offered a couple of apologies. He's, he's called some people in the sports media world, Byron. What does he have to do to make this right in your eyes? Like for you to be a Drew Brees fan, what? Well, never, I, no, like, it's not that I, like, I don't dislike the dude, but what you're not going to tell me is in, in less than 24 hours, all of a sudden, now you understand. Listen, yeah. Ka- Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick was not kneeling just yesterday or last week. He's been doing this for four years. They have been explaining to you the significance of this for four years. Your teammates have told you, yo, listen, this is not about the flag. Now all of a sudden, oh, I get it. No, what you got was a bunch of emails, phone calls, your own teammates calling you out, and all of a sudden you feel bad. Kiss my ass, Reese. So back to the thing, what does he need to do? If he kneels next year, if he gives a bunch of money for charity, he does some work, he, he uses his public platform. Is this like a, is this like a, he can never come back from this, or, or, or can he have um, a chance? First of all, um, go learn. Go, go educate yourself. Like, this is not something you can do with your money. Because it's never had anything to do with money. Like, nobody's asking you for your money. We're asking you to understand, like, yo, this issue is bigger than the flag. We've been saying that. And all of a sudden, it takes no sports, damn pandemic, and, and no distractions for people to understand. Oh, look, I can't turn away from this now. I have no more distractions. You have to see them killing, you know, unarmed black men at a ridiculously higher rate than they are anybody else. Like, you, you, what, what do you run from now? Or what do you run to? You can't turn your eye because every story is about it. You know, so uh, can he get... That's, that's, that's just like a personal thing with other people. Like, 
He needs to worry about the people in his circle. I don't really give a damn about Drew Brees. What he eats don't make me shit. So I don't care. Yeah. All right. What is what is on the football note? What does Bill O'Brien need to do to make amends to you, Byron? Bill O'Brien, leave. <laughs> leave. Go find a job somewhere else. Kiss my ass too. <laughs> All right. You're not, you're not a you're not a have you found a no. by the way? Are you coming uh, on the bandwagon? Nope, nope. I'm going everywhere. There's a black head coach. Yep, I'm rooting for every team. They got a black head coach. Hate me if you want to. I don't care how bad they are. So Pittsburgh is number one on my list. Right on. All right. With Mike Tomlin? Yep. I, I always like, like Mike Tomlin. I, yeah, I like, like Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin a lot. So you're, so you're not you're not going on the Green Bay train with Joe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I can promise you one team I'm not cheering for. Damn Dallas Cowgirls. <laughs> I don't care. They can have a whole black coaching staff. Nope. <laughs> uh, Byron has got a very clearly identified standard, and I appreciate that. Most people don't put that much thought into it. <laughs> oh. No. All right. I, I, so you, you really, where does your hatred of the Cowboys come from? It's not just the Cowboys. It's the entire city of Dallas. Yeah, listen, if we got people from Dallas, I'm sorry. Like some of my most most beloved people are from Dallas. Man, Dallas and Houston are just two different people. It's like they're like that 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 stepbrother just can't get right. Okay, where does yeah, where does San Antonio fit into this? San Antonio, they don't really have a team when it comes to football, but they like Cowboys. It, it, it's like this: everybody outside of Houston in the state of Texas, they're Cowboys fans. And I get it. I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't even, I, the Spurs aren't that big of a deal to me, so I really don't care. Like, I don't hate the Spurs, so I really have no reason to hate San Antonio. San Antonio sucks as a city anyway. Ain't nothing there. Like, really? You got the Alamo. whoop de doo <laughs> do, do, like, do you like anything in Texas outside of Houston, Byron? I, I like Austin. I love Austin. Austin's beautiful. Uh, if I had to move into another city outside of Houston, Austin would definitely be the place. You know what I mean? Other than that, nah, not that much. You know, the rest of Texas is just not Houston. Sorry. I mean, that's very true. That's literal, too. That's just the fact. Everything outside of Houston is not Houston. So, it don't matter. I shouldn't say I don't know. It's Texas over everything, though. If I had to put Texas up against any other place, I'm, I'm Texas first. But inside of Texas, nah. So, Byron, I have one last question for you for the podcast. We're going to keep it light before we get into some heavy stuff. We're not going to get into heavy stuff today. We just want to keep it light. Joe, you, you. you can feel free to chime in if you want. This question is more for Byron, though. Uh, Akon, he's one of my favorite singers. He's, okay. he's doing a Locked Up Part 2 with Takashi 6 9 Okay. <laughs> My, my question is, we're talking about Drew Brees coming back from his comments and forgiveness and stuff. What is what is Takashi 6ix9ine got to do to come back from being a snitch? You can't come back from that. What are you talking about? Coming back from being a snitch. Hey, Takashi better, better run. <laughs> Get him some new... Get him some new track shoes. Hey, come see if he can work out with you. Hey, give him some uh, jujitsu moves just in case he gets caught up in some close quarter fighting. 
Joe got uh, Taekwondo, so that'll help him out with some more, like some range. And then uh, who we got with some guns? Who we got with guns? Because he's going to need that. Joe, do you, do you know the whole story behind him? Takashi 69 yes. Yeah. So when he came out of jail, he did an Instagram live. He broke the all-time record. He got 2 million viewers for it. He that Instagram. And now he's doing a locked up part two song with Akon. He's he's turned his snitching into like a multi-million dollar empire here. I just want to know if you can come back from being a being a snitch. And then the other thing, Byron, is I feel like everyone makes fun of him for being a snitch. They're the same people that complained about getting quarantined for two weeks. Like they would snitch too. They wouldn't last in prison for eight years. You know what? But here, you know, the streets have a real code. They have a real code. And you can't claim to be from the streets when you don't honor the code. And what they're learning right now is, you know, Takashi Six Nine really ain't a street dude. You know what I mean? He's not a real street dude. So how really you, how can you be mad? How can you be mad? I'm gonna tell you right you, now. Will you bump some locked up part two in your gym? First of all, I ain't bumping locked up part one. I, I like Akon. <laughs> I, I like Akon, but that, I, you know, it's just some songs I really don't care for. Um, but I can tell you right now, uh, Takashi Six Nine is in trouble. You know, on the street, there might be some real people looking for him. But I, I ain't mad at him though. I ain't mad at him. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. For posterity, because this this could go viral later. Are you making a? Uh, a prediction, giving a spoiler alert. <laughs> an unfortunate may happen with the classic nine. Um, an unfortunate event, like a murder, may happen with him let for being a. You, let me clarify to everybody who's listening. Listen, I am not from the streets. I am not a street dude. I don't claim to be. I'm a family man. But if you push me far enough and you hurt the people I love, then we can go there. But with that being said, I'm not mad at the Nine. I ain't going to jail for not a man one of y'all. No, not one of y'all. Kiss my ass. I'm not going. You hear me? I like my freedom. Matter of fact, I'm breathing some air right now. Is it polluted? It might be. But it's my choice to be in this polluted ass air. I'm not going to be in jail for y'all. Good job, Takashi Snitch. <laughs> you hear me? I'm not doing it. Uh-oh. I feel like I feel like you've threatened him multiple times during this, <laughs> during this podcast. I've also noticed you're wearing. No, I don't. No, those aren't threats. Those are just stating facts. There are going to be some people who were hurt by his snitching who are going to be looking for him. There's no doubt about that. Byron, are you part of any other? I, I know you're wearing a red hat, but are you part of any other organizations that I need to be made aware of, other than missing strength and conditioning? I am not. I cannot confirm nor deny that some of my family members may be, or maybe not. I just know when I see him, I, um, my cousin threw away all the blue cupcakes for his son's birthday. This is all I'm saying. <laughs> and that is a fact. You don't bring blue cupcakes in the house for the baby. So, I feel like I feel like you just said that like you're not going to do anything if Takashi Six Nine is hot in Houston. Your family's going to. Not my family. I'm not. I don't listen. I don't even live over there anymore, man. I left because I know. I know what it's about. I left. I'm trying to get my mom in there. So I listen. All right. All right, B. I just want to make sure. I just, I just, Takashi, if you're listening, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, for the love of God, Takashi, stay out of Houston. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm trying to tell you, I'm a square, dude. I'm a square. Right. I, I, only, I only resort to violence when I have to. <laughs> That's it. Most of the time, I avoid it. There it is. Takashi, come to Houston. Just stay out of the world. Just don't let anybody see you. <laughs> well, Byron, I don't know Keep if you've seen down. him with his rainbow haircut. He's kind of like he's kind of in his face tattoos. He's not exactly like he doesn't blend in. Like he, he's hard to miss. You better go straight burka up in his joint and get a hijab, cover his face, everything. <laughs> when he go out, he better become a he better become a Muslim female. Uh, real fast. I'm just trying to tell you. You know, you know, Byron. I'm I'm going to put you in touch. When we're done this call, I'm going to put you in touch with my friends Tiffany Simmons and Sarah Azari. You might. <laughs> I feel like you know, it might be good people for you to know. <laughs> I have no idea who that is, but hey, okay. Byron. Legal legal representation. Byron, yeah, legal yeah. representation. I, I gotta have legal representation, man. Listen, I told y'all I'm good. I'm, I'm chilling. I just bought me two pair of sneakers. I'm walking right now. I'm free. I'm playing on fans. Hey, y'all got some bad stuff. Stay away from me. I don't want y'all. Right? I don't want y'all. Now, listen. If y'all did pick up some stuff from the loose, I let your boy. I don't mind buying stuff off the back of the truck. <laughs> Joe, you, you, <laughs> my bad, Joe. I'm so sorry. Let's see who they hit Houston up to, Joe. You know what I mean? Oh man. Oh. You know what I mean? Hey, All can right. I tell y'all, can I say one thing real quick though? Hey, yeah. um, these last these last few weeks, white people have never been so nice to me in, in all 44 years of my life. What is going oh, on? Shit. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening in the world that has these white people so friendly? Byron. <laughs> oh, my, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Byron, are you I'm saying sorry. that I have I'm, I'm kind I'm of offended. Are you saying that I haven't been friendly with you? Not as friendly as some. Listen, I was riding my bike on Sunday, right? <laughs> and uh, it was a pretty well-to-do neighborhood in Houston. Don't look like I belong there. But when people are cutting their yard or just sitting out on their porch and they make, um, good morning, how are you? Like, <laughs> I have rolled through this neighborhood, I don't know how many times, you never spoke to me, and I haven't seen you. Like, I'm just saying, y'all real friendly. But I'll, I'll take it, just, just keep it that way. Let's just, let's, can, we, can we all just get along? I'll, I'll I like it, said they to, Can we all just get along? I'm happy. Let's, let's just let's just uh, let's make amends. Let's start treating everybody uh, properly. Love on each other. But I'm gonna tell you right now, bust your head if y'all keep it up. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm peaceful. I'm just, don't listen to me. I'm. All right, Byron. I'm hey, hey, let's you know you know what we're gonna do, Byron. We're gonna send my 11 year old queen some insurance to do with some job. He'll wear his he'll wear his Gucci belt. Come on. <laughs> hey, he gonna hang out with my boys. They're gonna look at him like he's crazy because all their clothes come from Target. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm not gonna listen, I'll pay for my Target stuff. Okay? <laughs> no, it's not making any kind of accusations, Byron. Yeah, we had Joe, that yo, conversation. Joe, 
that laugh you had right there, Joe, insinuated that I had people in Target. I did. I went and bought my stuff in Target. Yes, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I got the receipts. No. <laughs> do, you, do you think, do you think when people are coming back to Target now, they got just like a bunch of pictures on the wall? Like all the, all the security cameras, like. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to walk into Target. I'm going to walk into Target and say, oh, I got that in my living room, right? There. <laughs> no, I've already got six TVs. Thank you. I'm just here for a gallon of milk now. <laughs> I got TVs for my bathroom, the kitchen, the laundry room, everywhere. Anybody need a, a 52 inch for their restroom? <laughs> Get your boy up. <sighs> let me stop. This is not. Let me stop here. Let me stop here. You need to stop, Myron. I'm going to counsel you. It's your legal. Hey, this is fun. You know, listen, we're just bringing some, some jokes and some laughter. It's been rough on everybody, man, these last few weeks. And uh, and I'm probably one of the hardest. And Joe will tell you, man, and, and I love Joe too, Dad. Joe, I'm going to tell you this in front of the world. Um, it's just been rough on everybody. And, uh, yeah, it has, man. We, we all took it, took it personally. We took it differently. But uh, this is the perfect time to just uh, to to kind of add some lightheartedness to the situation as best we can. Well, not and honestly, not lose focus, though. Not lose focus, but just no, no. And honestly, Byron, like now looking back on the past two weeks, like cripes, it could have been horrible. It could have been like mass death. It could have been like way worse even than it was. Yeah. So like here we are like we're having the conversation people really seem to be interested in hearing what 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 black lives matter has to say um they're seeing the world through new eyes like all right i i say it's worth it and it was um it was i, I, I wish i wish we could have avoided a lot of the violence obviously i wish we could have avoided burning half a half of a city down but you know what fine it happened Let's let's move on and let's take this momentum and, and like you said, let's not lose focus. Let's not let it fade away this time. You know. Yeah, yeah. You say something, Rob? I, Joe, I'm actually not going to send my 11 year old to Byron this summer. I'm going to send <laughs> you because Beans is Beans wanted to burn the whole world. You see, Byron, he he has, <laughs> he, has, he has said some things to people in my neighborhood that, that now we're not really well liked around here. You know, I I, um, I, I I I did I did say some things like, "Hey, I hope they burn this motherfucker down." Um, do I, listen, do I? Did I say it? Yes. Do I regret saying it? Absolutely not. Um, but I will say this. Um, it, 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 it put us in a situation, man, where we really have to talk. We really have to have these, these hard conversations. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the, the death of a human being uh, who was beloved by a lot of people in Houston, man. A lot of people in Houston he was beloved by. And then, uh, you know, businesses being torn down and destroyed and some other lives in another way have been have been impacted heavily. But we hope that it's not in vain this time. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot amen. of times we just we just we just burn shit down just to be burning it down without really listening and we go back to the normal. Um, but I do think with with everything that, ha that has happened between COVID and uh, no other distractions, man, like a lot of people who would turn a blind eye to it can't now. You can't. There's nothing else to look at on television. So you have to have these conversations. Um, I do um, kind of think um, it's been politicized a little too much. 
Because you think about yeah. this, just a few weeks, few weeks ago, you couldn't even bury your family. You couldn't have a wedding. And then yesterday, man, you got one of the biggest city, uh, biggest churches in the city of Houston packed with people, mm-hmm. you know, and they said nothing about COVID then. So it's, 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 um, there's a little well, Byron, out, I think. Byron, in fairness, the CDC did say that, that my bad, COVID actually can't be transferred off of surfaces. It's not that communicable. And then the WHO said there's no such thing as asymmetric carrier or asymptomatic carriers. My bad. We've made a mistake. So, I, <laughs> you know, Joe, I don't know. It, I don't know what to believe nowadays, man. Just wash your hands, you nasty bastards. Does this mean we're free to do whatever we want now that the WHO and CDC has said, like, we made all mistakes? <laughs> Can we just open up now, Joe? Like, listen, let, let's be very clear. You're free to do whatever the hell you want because who's going to stop you? You know what I mean? Who's going to stop you from walking down the street and shaking everybody's hands except the people who are like, I'm not going to shake your hand. Right. You know, it's so like Byron said, like, all right, let's, let's wash our hands. You know, let's, let's not, uh, not over congregate, I guess. I, I think a lot of the stuff like that, uh, the gym that I used to work at opened up again and they've got all kinds of weird you know, rules and social distancing. And like, I, I don't know if that's like, how likely are you to actually get this from a gym? I don't know, man. It, it, it's more about the, uh, the, the perception that you're doing something about it. You know, it's more about the I perception agree. of, like, I agree. you know, I'm trying yeah. to take care of you. I, I want you to be safe. Um, you know, even, even with all of this stuff and then what the CDC and WHO have said, we, we, we're continuing to keep our stuff, re- you know, as clean as we always have, but even, even hitting it with the disinfectants even more now, because whether it is or it isn't, um, we still we still want the people to to, to see us cleaning. Like we yeah. want them to feel safe. So yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm Ryan, is, there, it. is there any chance that 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 this is just a, like a like a conspiracy started by that Thanos guy that people are calling me? <laughs> hey man. There's there, I, I just let's let just there is a pile of bodies with this disease. You know what I mean? There there are a hundred thousand plus Americans dead that we know of. I mean, more people have died since this thing started. Uh, I I it's not a fake thing. It's not an overreaction to anything. This is a very real thing, and and the problem is the people that haven't been personally affected by it are the ones that are spreading it. You know, the people I'm, who don't I'm, care, that are callous, they're, they're the reason why, why the two months of not doing anything isn't been as effective as it ought to have been. Right. Well, just don't make comments on your, on your Instagram like, like Mr. Rossman. You get yourself in trouble, Joe. <laughs> yeah. He voiced his opinion and spent it. Well, he just, I, I think he was perturbed that the narrative got shifted because he was really pushing this CrossFit as the cure for everything. And then the, the everything became racism and he couldn't, he couldn't make an argument that CrossFit could cure racism. You know, he was so focused on this COVID-19 and the only people who die of COVID are the people who are metabolically broken. And we fix people who are metabolically broken. This is our opportunity. And then again, the whole world shifts under his feet and he's just frustrated and angry and upset. And, you know, I guess it's hard to have millions and millions of dollars and nobody listening to you rant. Oh, yeah, well, fuck him. Speaking of <laughs> <one, one> <laughs> yeah. final thing, we keep coming up with final things, but I do have one serious question for you because you and I think a lot alike. I'm afraid, but go ahead. 
I was called son on my Instagram three times this week. Okay. By by CP Fletcher. Okay. Normally, I would never let anyone call me son, but with him, I feel inclined to let it go. Absolutely. What's the problem? All right. What, what, what are you talking about? All right. Okay. Oh, was that the that was a comment? It's <laughs> that like this is an obvious answer. Yeah, it's a form of endearment, clearly. Because I'm, I'm going to remind you, Byron. If you ever call me son, you're going to be picking up your teeth like chiclets. Listen, man, me, I'm going to tell you again. I'm not scared of you. Right? <laughs> you should be. <laughs> nah. No, I absolutely don't know what you think this is. I tell people this before. Let me tell you this real quick before you tell me why I'm not scared of you. Because I want you to tell me why I'm not scared of you. Okay. Uh, I'm a, but this is what I tell people before when I get into fights or anything. I've been knocked out before. I woke up. I'm okay. And if I get knocked out again, just don't be anywhere near me. And yeah. always look over your shoulder. Just keep looking. <laughs> My black ass will pop up out of them bushes. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It will, it will. <laughs> Surprise! It's gonna be me. <laughs> so go ahead. But tell me why I'm not afraid of you. Well, go ahead. I want to hear this. Because you've you've seen my my tender heart when you when you were heartbroken, sad. Ah. You you came to Salt Lake City. I ah. I found you in the basement covered in Doritos. I picked you up, put <laughs> you into bed, kissed your forehead, told you it was gonna be okay. I really took care of you. You know that I'm a tender, loving person. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for enlightening me. I, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I forgot all about my my salad eating salmon days. In <laughs> the words of CT Fletcher, pavement pounded knuckle dragon, concrete pound. You know that's what I do now, though. So, all right, yeah. all right, you guys. This is it. I'm 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 out. I'm gonna go. Hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna go fight some people online. All right, good luck, yeah, Bobby. Appreciate you, brothers, man.